Hey, 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 what is going on, Cube fam? Hope you're all doing well. Obviously, it's your boy, Bez. And this episode is going to be a, a little different like they always are. You know, every episode, I try to mix it up for you guys and give you guys some fresh new content to really think about. Generally, I talk about investing and, you know, tips and do's and don'ts. And I also go into, you know, recent market events as well as some hustle activities uh, today is going to be a little more personal finance related, and it's one that touches home because I've seen what it could do firsthand to a lot of friends and family, and and it's something I've always been a big proponent of, and uh, that's pretty much one word, to be honest, guys. It's called liquid. It is so, so important um, for people to be liquid today, um, and not just today, but all the time. I know that Interest rates are low, and that could spur a lot of borrowing and, and investments and things like that, and that's completely fine, but what I'm really talking about here is everyone's so, or at least the the idea that I get or what I see, everyone's so obsessed with how much they make top line, top line, top line. What do you make, man? What do you make? Oh, I make 125 a year. Oh, I make 175 a year. Oh, I make 65 a year. You know, these are very important, and, and and of course, you want to bring in as much as you can. That's everyone's goal. But now we got to talk about, just like a financial company, like any company and their financials, we have to talk about how that matriculates to your bottom line and what you're doing with regard to your expenditures and your ability to save. Because we talk a lot about investing here, and it's so important. But in order to invest, you got to make sure there's something left on, on your bottom take-home line. Uh, and I want to make sure that you guys are doing the, the correct things to make sure you're getting there. And um, what I'm seeing a lot today is a lot of people living beyond their means. And look, this is preference and it's completely understandable. People want to, you know, enjoy enjoy the the fruits of their of their hard work and labor. And that's completely fine. I do think that my generation maybe takes it a little step too far. Um, I'm not sure if it's a culture thing, if it's uh, peer pressure from things we see on social media or whatnot. But I think people are, are pretty much overextending themselves, making themselves a little too thin today. And as a result, we're seeing uh, a huge lack of liquidity. All right. I'm not talking about the central bank. I'm talking about your own personal account, your own personal uh, savings. Okay. And another thing, your 401k is not liquid. I'm not talking about your 401k. That is another thing, guys. Um, people are like, oh, I can spend a lot, man. Ten oh, percent is going to my four hundred one k every 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 month, dude. Congrats to you. That's amazing. That's for your retirement, man. That's long term. Are you are you liquid enough to withstand an emergency right now? A lot of people aren't. Stats are coming out that people can't even handle a five hundred dollar medical expense that pops up out of nowhere. Okay, I've seen what this can do. I know millionaires. Millionaires, literally millionaires, that um, are struggling to pay their bills monthly um, because they're so asset heavy and liquid poor. They're liquid broke. They live paycheck to paycheck because all their assets are tied up, and in 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 pretty much investments that perhaps don't pay anything right now. You know. Or they don't pay that that much of a return. It, it, the asset is worth a ton, um, but essentially, it is not uh, creating enough cash flow to cover you know your your normal expenses. And this is something I want to just highlight to you guys. 
I want you all to make as much money as you can. That's everyone's goal. Okay, I'm at 50,000 this year. I want to get to 65,000 next year. I want to get to 100,000 the year after that. Whatever your goals are. Could be a lot higher. Could be a lot lower. And then I want you guys to really think about how can I save my money and live frugal for this amount of time? And look, I'm no one. Who the hell am I, right, to tell you guys what to do with your money? I'm a no one when it comes to this stuff. But for the sake of seeing you guys succeed and also sleep better at night and especially if you're listening to this in your young in your younger ages like your early 20s and 30s you want to be putting aside as much as you can that you make and you want to bite the bullet right now because you want to be in a position where you could save that money stay liquid put the money to work right still leave some obviously in your bank account so that way you start generating some of that passive income whether it's investing in a business that pays you steady cash flows or it's fixed income with regard to real estate or you want heavy dividends paid to you in, in certain companies, that like think REITs, all these kinds of things. And what, I, what I'm seeing now is a lot, of, a lot of the issue here is, okay, I make this much money and then I go and blow it on so many stupid things. I'm, I'm paying over 45% of my, of my you know, top line in, in rent and I'm spending a lot on bottle service and I'm doing a lot of, a lot of other activities that is just driving my my cost through the roof. Let me, let me t- put it to you this way. For example, myself, um, I, I do such an excellent job saving. In fact, sometimes I think it's like a problem. I'll be honest because I, uh, my, my parents give me shit for it all the time, but it, it's just the disciplines that I have. And perhaps you could say that some of it's just the way I was, you know, born, I guess. And maybe, you know, I, I come from a, you know, an upbringing that wasn't very wealthy. I'm not going to say I was uh, broke. I mean, you could. Like, my, my father was a taxi driver. My mother was a hairdresser in, in, in New York. The money wasn't uh, that great, you know? It, was, it wasn't good. And uh, we did live paycheck to paycheck for a lot of my life. Uh, my father made some great investments down the road as he, you know, grew of age. And... Um, I guess maybe I, I get some of those traits from my, my early childhood and, and younger years, but nonetheless, a lot of it also comes from seeing other people's mistakes and being able to implement my own discipline, my own strategy to ensure that I'm liquid, I have good savings, and, and things like that. Now, here's a funny thing, and, and I'm going to be completely upfront. I had a 401k when I was at JP, and you know what I did? When I quit, I actually paid the fu- the fee and cashed it out. You might be saying, "Wow, Bez, you're freaking crazy! You're freaking crazy!" That's like that's something you just never do. And here's the thing: uh, I thought, and I know this is a little bit of a tangent, but I thought, and it proved to be true. The ROI was higher betting on myself, investing in myself. Um, you have to remember, I'm mid twenties, so there wasn't a whole ton in there anyway. Like in comparison to someone in their forties or fifties. Uh, so I did that and I invested in myself. So this way I could I could be a little more liquid, run the companies. Everyone's situation is different. What I'm trying to say is to bring it back full circle is, okay, you got your top line, you got your middle. I happen to cash out my 401k. Generally speaking, uh, that is not something you want to do. And most people are not going to do that. So when you look at your savings, you look at your bottom line, the 401k is not liquid. It's not liquid. It's amazing. Congrats to you guys. I cannot stress enough how important that is. I want to see it all the time. That's that constant X amount of figure going in every every month into that account. 
that's beautiful. I need you guys to focus more so now on how you're going to lean out the middle, all the junk in the middle, because if you really look up your expenses, you're going to notice there's a shit ton that you don't, you don't need to be spending money on. And then, and then what is your bottom line? There are guys out there that make $50,000 a year that are taking home more than someone who's making hundred plus a year. Why? They live two completely different lifestyles. If you really can't help it, then this podcast is obviously not even worth your time. But if you are noticing that you cannot give up on any of the lifestyle you're living and you're concerned about cash flow and you're concerned about liquidity, then you're going to need to cut back or you're going to need to make a lot more. Now, here's the thing. When you make a lot more, it's very difficult to start holding back your expenses. They tend to grow up proportionally. You understand? Like, okay, I was at 50 and I'm making double. Now I'm spending double. And you don't want to do that. You want to hold back as long as you can. Uh, predominantly speaking now to like the early 20s, mid 20s, late 20s, early 30s, it is so, it's so vital. It's so vital that we, we bite the bullet right now to save up that cash to either invest in ourselves or invest in something that generates us passive income, perhaps while you're at the office. I'm not, gen- I'm not necessarily speaking about starting your own company. You could take a stake in someone else's legitimate company that's already up and running. You could buy some real estate. You could you know, do some Airbnbs and, and things of, of that sort that many people are doing right now. You could do drop shipping. You could do so many things. But the problem is a lot of guys, when they want to start that side hustle, they're like, yo, I don't got the money. And I'm like, whoa, how the hell do you not have the money, bro? You make hundred something thousand dollars a year. And the problem is there's just too many expenditures and there's not enough liquidity. Sometimes you, I, listen, it's, this is a little bit of a, a toss up here. I might catch a little heat, but maybe sometimes you're oversaving, you know, with, with that 401k. Maybe you're just contributing too much and not enough to today. So you cannot diversify yourself a little bit better. You know, th- these are all the things I want to mention and bring up. Liquidity and cash flow is king. Cash is not king. Cash flow is king. Having the ability to have that money coming in, having enough liquidity so you can make these moves, pay for uh, for bills that might pop up that you're not expecting. Um, this is what's important. Your top line, beautiful. Congrats to you. It's about the bottom line and then what you do with that bottom line. Okay. I have some things I'm working on right now, and uh, so I have my investment account. I, I do what I do here. A lot of it's long-term, but it's not in a 401k. It's completely liquid to me. If I need it, I click one button, and, and it's mine. Um, but I'm also you know, saving up my cash flow, my, my, my earnings that I, that I bring in every month to uh, put aside so I can establish another set of income, another... another um, how you say pretty much stream of wealth. And then, but I have to make sure that when I do that investment, I don't empty myself out because then I'm exposed and I don't want to, I don't want to bring on that kind of risk. You know, personally, I'm trying to avoid as much debt as I can. Truly I am. And I, I don't like debt. If I can avoid it, I will. Uh, when I do plan on buying properties, a lot of guys can be like, Oh, you should lever up. I, I truly don't want to, I truly don't want to. I don't want to have the, the banks pretty much uh, down my throat. I don't want to think about things like that. This is another topic we can discuss, but the main topic here is how important liquidity is, how important the bottom line is, and how overly obsessed people are with the top line. And I'm going to say it again. Look, you have your expensive tastes. That is completely up to you. It is completely fine, but I'll be damned if I hear people bitch about how they don't make enough when they spend like they're the Kardashians or some shit. And this is really what I'm driving, trying to drive home to you guys. Focus on cash flow. Focus on liquidity. Be prepared to, uh, you know, let me actually stop. Let me stop for a second. 
let's say you make this great money and you're not saving it well and you're, you, you have an amazing 401k, you have amazing savings, everything is great. And then this amazing opportunity ap- approaches you or pops up and you cannot free up the cash quick enough or you just don't even have the cash available to seize that opportunity. That is huge. That is huge because as you get older, those opportunities pop up. A friend of yours or a colleague knows someone else that's working on this amazing thing that's that's ripe and you don't have the cash, the cash or the cash flow to make it happen. So, you know, and, and like I said, it is just... I can't I can't really drive it home enough. So and I don't want to sound repetitive. I just really want you guys to to really let this sink in. Keep saving, keep doing what you're doing, keep growing the top line. This is not to say, oh, well, I make enough top line now, I can just focus on the bottom. Just like any company, you want to grow the top line, but you want to grow it wisely. If you're if you're gonna try and double your revenue next your your income, your your well, your top line next year, try not to double your expenses next year. Okay? You wanna stay liquid. You want to stay ready for any opportunity that pops up or God forbid any kind of emergency that pops up because like I said, I know people that are so wealthy in assets but so broke liquidity wise and it's stressful and essentially what happens is you become almost a uh, tempted to liquidate your assets because of, of, of how little cash flow you currently have going on and it could put you in a desperate position where you take maybe less than what the assets are worth because you just you just overextended okay i just want you guys to think about these things i can definitely do a follow-up episode on this it's just something that's been popping up in my mind that i haven't really spoken about too much because i know i do discuss investing and like entrepreneur type things but i don't really touch on the on the personal finance as much as i'd like to and i'm going to start doing more of this of course and my apologies also, guys, for being away for a little bit. I had some uh, family emergencies I was I was uh, taking care of. Uh, my mother wasn't doing too well. Uh, thank you for all those who found, who knew about that and reached out. Thank God she's doing better, but she did spend some time in the hospital. So my apologies for being away um, from the mic. But I am back, and I'm looking to, looking forward to getting more of these out there. So I hope this episode helped you guys. Remember, liquidity is key. You want that find you want to find that right balance. Uh, in all aspects of your life grow that top line grow that bottom line grow that cash flow grow them savings just keep growing but grow wisely thank you guys catch you all in the next episode